Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On this week's episode, we talk about our experience at the Renaissance concert. And we have Arcia on to talk all about college together. And we find out what made Kevin say this. I, I had I had a more dilemma because I was like, I want to like let my best friend know, but I also don't want to out this person. <laughs> and we find out what made Arcia say this. The same boomerang that was used in assaulting me, he has the boomerang hanging on his wall as decoration. Well, sibling rivalry listeners, by popular demand, <laughs> back is um, a little, well, not little, but I don't mean, Boy, I don't mean <laughs> one of my besties, Arcia is back, y'all. Hey, Stokes. Hello, everyone. Hello, Monet. <laughs> I'm so delighted to be back. It's so weird to hear you call me Monet. You never call me Monet. I never call you Monet, but I don't know if I could call you a government one, you know. And you, you can call me whatever you want to call me. Okay, hey, Biggie. <laughs> you so damn rude. Look, I went to the Victoria Monique um concert. Yo, she is so good, Arcia. How was it? It was good. She sounds great live. Her fucking dance, she like dancing the whole time. Her dancing is so clean. Really? I think I saw a clip just, on TikTok, I believe, and not, she was killing it the entire time. She fucking killed it. She really, really did a good job. Y'all, if where she's, I don't know how, where she's, huh? Where did you um, see the show? I should, I saw it in LA um, on the 11th at the Fonda Theater. It's like really right, it's, it's in Hollywood. And it was just really, really, really good. And also, because of Beyonce, I think a lot of performers, like, so... I don't I don't know if she said this on social media, but everyone wore brown because you know like her color is like brown. Okay. So like everyone who went to the went to the tour like had on like brown. Like you know how you know Renaissance. Well, Beyonce, silver. she set the tone. So everyone wore silver for Beyonce or the metallic. Girl, 
Okay, yes. Girl, Beyonce is, uh, she is a trend seller. She's the whole movement. Anytime you want to do an something. entire movement because of Beyonce, everyone wears aluminum foil. Like she's an entire <laughs> shift of the culture. That's what she does. She's a culture shifter for sure. So Arcia, Dewan, and I, my two besties, we went to. Well, I was gonna say my oldest besties. Y'all are some of my oldest, but y'all are not my oldest best friends. Okay, just let set the record straight that we're still your best friends, old, new, in between. Just no let one said that you weren't. Okay, great. I just want that to be. I want that to be solidified. <laughs> great. Now, Kamika is my talk. oldest best friend. At one time, Arcia tried to fight with her. Tried to fight with Kamika. I have not. I haven't. I've never even met Kamika. When have I tried to fight Kamika? On social media, you try to fight with her. You are literally making this up as we go along. So continue. Make, so and then what? What did I say? Tell the story. What did I say? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, Dewad, Arcia, and I we 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 became we became best friends in college, and we went to go see renaissance together because i saw it in la with some friends and i was like you know what like not, this is not this is gonna sound shady or it's, it's gonna but it's really not but like i just feel like the renaissance experience i wanted to like do it with like black people as well because like, i was like just like the vibe and the energy was just different so mm-hmm. i was like i I, so? I texted how so? <laughs> you tell how so and I had fun with my other friends too, because also Andy was there. We had a really good time, but it's just like this, like culture experience. It's like really queer, black. Like I wanted Girl, that experience. And, yeah. So I texted the one in RC. I was like, "What y'all doing on this date?" And they're like, "Oh, nothing. I'm free. Like I'm free." I was like, "Can you can y'all get to Houston on this day?" No, and first was it was like, wow. um, it was Kansas City. Yes, first. Oh, yeah, first Kansas City. But then I couldn't do it because I had to film something in New York. So then we then we did Houston, and I'm happy we did Houston because it was her first hometown show. Yes, it was lit. It was so the energy we saw it. We saw Lizzo there. We saw Latoya Luckett. Um, yeah. But when we walked in, I'm like, "Are we here to see Beyonce or are we here to see Monet?" I'm like, "Can we get to our seats?" It's like Monet, 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 and then they wouldn't let us get to the floor seats, so we oh, had to rush God. back to the where do we back we, to the entrance, right? We or me. We, sweetie, we, we, French, we, okay. we, we. Okay, so now, now you're speaking French now. We, we, yeah, we, 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 we ran back and I was barefooted because my boots were hurting. <laughs> so, y'all, first of all, start seeing by these fucking cowboy boots to go to the show. When I tell y'all, we leaving the hotel, she was like, y'all, my feet hurt. I was like, we we just left the hotel like two minutes ago. How do your feet hurt already? Yeah, and I have blisters on the back of my feet at the end of the night. <laughs> you do have blisters on your feet. We have to show. So, we have to show the people a picture. Your your shoes is off too. My, I mean, well, send me send me the picture. I'll, I'll make sure they put it up in the podcast. We'll let the people see. Okay. So uh, we will do that at the end. Jacob, remind us to to, to send to our students in the picture. So we so we we get in the Uber. We get to the to the to the to the stadium. And we start walking because you know it's like a distance to walk from where the, where Uber drop off was to the stadium. So we walk in. Our says, y'all, y'all, hold on, hold on. So she literally, y'all, she takes off her shoes, is walking barefoot from the Uber I had to on the socks. stadium. Not barefoot. Yeah, I had girl. on socks. And then so then I I call I call over one of those like pedicabs and I was like, can you ride us to the thing? So we get in the pedicab, we get to the thing, we walk. So we we had floor seats. We had like floor seats right there by the thing. So we get, we get into, we walk into, we throw, show our tickets, get into the stadium, walk all the way down to the thing. And then the, the, the security lets into the thing. He's like, 
Yeah, man. Yanni, Yanni's had the, the blue wristbands. We're like, what blue wristbands? So like, I'm the blue curious wristbands. at this point. I'm, ba- I'm ba- I only have socks on. We walked quite a distance to get here. A so distance. I'm curious at this point. <laughs> so then, so then we and Dewan were like, okay, let's go back and, and we're like, guys, we need to go back up again the thing. And these two girls were next to us. So we get to the top of the stairs and me and Dewan show the lady, she only had three passes. And then we showed the lady our tickets, and we're like, there's one more. But then the two girls cut RC off, so they got the third one, or the third and the fifth one. So then now RC is the only one that doesn't have a blue thing. So now we have to walk all the way back to where we entered the fucking stadium. But then yes. the concert is starting. So, like, I'm, like, no, running. No, the concert RC did not start. Well, we, we didn't know. We thought it was going to start. It was, like, 8.30 already. It's supposed to start. So then mm-hmm. I'm running so I can get the thing. RC is walking slow as hell. I'm Mind the you, one. Kevin was my... furious, furious. Okay, I was, furious. I'm, like, I'm not missing this. People, I'm not missing people are asking, oh my goodness, Monet, can we get a picture with you? Oh my God, Bob, can we? Mind you, he's not Bob. Oh my God, Bob, can we get a picture with you? <laughs> I was like, I can't right now. I can't right now. I said, ooh, that's I... going to be on a blog, child, that you was being rude. <laughs> anyway, long story short, we went back to the thing. We got our tickets. We had a good time. And it was a nice little best friend weekend. It was very cute. Yes. We had oh, a no, So at the end, so y'all, I took a mushroom. So I'm like, so I'm sorry, at the end of the concert, we're walking, we, we have to get another pedicab, we get to this gas station, and Arcia tried on my glasses, and something about Arcia with these glasses on, oh, it tickled me so bad, and when I tell y'all, I was like pissing myself, just cracking up on this Because you love way. to make a fool of me, sure. <laughs> but hold on, we could not get a car for at least an hour after we left yeah, the, the arena. We were sitting... At a random convenience store parking lot on the ground, waiting for an Uber yeah. for like at least an hour, and then we were starving. Crazy. And then when we got back to the hotel around like one thirty-two, we just ordered IHOP and just ate on the couch. It was Kevin, it was lovely. Kevin's it was dream. Lovely. Kevin's dream. Forget <laughs> my dream. I bet. Anyway, <laughs> but I mean. We and that, that it was it was it was a fun trip to Houston. I'm happy we all did it together. I'm happy we experienced yeah. the Renaissance together. It was very nice. Same. We were literally there less than 24 hours. We really didn't even sleep at all. I know we didn't. We really didn't. And then we thought y'all were going to get it because they had that fucking hurricane in Jersey. I was like, oh my God, y'all going to miss the flight. Yeah. DeJuan was putting those thoughts in our mind. He sure was. He he always got to bring the room down. I'm like, calm down, little boy. (laughs) Don't come for my best friend. That's my best friend too. See, our does this thing. She She calls everybody her best friend. No, I do not call. That used to be me. That was the old me. I don't call everybody my best friend anymore. I don't. Oh, so who, who, right now, who are your who are your five who are your top five best friends? What you're not going to do is entangle me and entrap me. So my best <laughs> friends know who they are. Hello, best friends, and that's it. I don't have to name names. I don't have to name. Why names. can't you? Why can't you say? Why do I need to say who my best friends are? They my I, the way I look at it at this point at this big age, whoever is in my life is considered a close friend. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I'm not someone that has, like, a whole bunch of friends. I have, like, my core, really tight group of best friends, and the rest are all other close friends. But, like, do, I don't know. Do, I, how do you feel about this? But, I mean, I, I'm asking the question. I know the answer, because Arcia likes a lot of people around her. Oh, my but, God. Like, no, it's I not true. I'm a people person. I'm, like, a magnet. Like, people like me. I like people. I like to talk to people. I like to engage with people. I like to connect with people, but I'm not everybody's best friend and everybody's not my best friend. Now, I will admit there was a time in my life where I'm like, oh my goodness, this is my best friend, but not anymore. 
Like, for example, we're at the concert and our CEO was sitting next to a, a really nice young lady. They exchanged numbers. They're talking about hanging out in New Jersey together. I was like, you just met this person like five minutes ago. What do you mean? Okay, How did she just, have your number? It was just banter. We're probably never going to hang out. Ever. Just banter. We were, we were at the Beyonce concert. You know, like, you know, energy was high. We're just so happy to be there. You say all type of lies and shit at the Beyonce concert. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we sitting there waiting for the show to start. Or she had like a hot dog, or she had some other stuff in her hand. Yeah, it's a shame that you. It's a shame that you. You're lying to to your viewers. I was about to say our viewers, but this is you. This is your show. But you know they're my viewers right now while I'm here. I did not eat a hot dog at all. You, Dewan, and I had whatever y'all brought us to drink, and that's all I had. And then so we sitting down there, and the seats the seats are pretty close. Arcia spills her whole drink on the lady in front of her, and I that was so true. embarrassed. That is I, true. I couldn't even that look because I, I knew the lady was mad. I was like, "Oh my god, she probably." It was an y'all. accident. We were all excited, and in my in 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 all fairness to me, I did um, wipe her her shirt off with a napkin. You know, I did try to make things right, but we were all excited. It was an accident. If you're listening, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm so 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 sorry. <laughs> what would you say well no I'm not gonna say that I'll tell you I'll, 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 I'll say that for a little bit later okay <laughs> I love how you got all done up have you gone to any other concerts together say it huh? again? have you gone to any other concerts together no we've not yes. gone to any concerts yes. we did well mm. No, well, we, we, went I mean, to, we went to some Broadway shows together. Yeah, yeah, we saw. We I took us to see Strange Loop. We saw Moulin Rouge together. Yes, we um we met um JoJo. JoJo, yeah. Which now, which now we're like we're like we're like IG friends, and we like DM and stuff all the time. I saw she had on your merch. I was like, that's pretty cool. I know, and she's JoJo's. Honestly, I have admired JoJo from since we were like kids. Like I yeah. was, I'm so obsessed with her voice. She sings so down like, for as long as I can remember. Down. Yeah, I mean, Arsena, we've been in a lot of concerts together, but like classical concerts, we right. we've done a lot of that. Yeah. One time, Arcia had this thing at her church. What was it for? And she was. So, like, oh my goodness! <laughs> so I had like a little, like a little youth concert thing at the church. And I told Kevin at least a month in advance that I needed him to read a scripture at the concert. A he month, saw the pro- Okay, maybe three weeks. Okay, three, 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 two weeks, three, two weeks. Okay. Oh, we. Anyway, he, anyway, he knew in advance time that he needed to prepare scripture. So they call his name to come up. He's all discombobulated, all over the place. <laughs> He he, trying to get through the pews, like, excuse me, excuse me, bumping people, just causing a scene. At this point, I'm just absolutely mortified at this point. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> he gets the microphone and he says, and he says, um, I just want to read something that's been in, I want to, I want to um, read a scripture that's been in my readings for the past couple of months or whatever. And then, so, <laughs> if it's been reading. in his readings for the past couple of months, then he should know the scripture. <laughs> then he says, um, do anybody got a Bible? Just, I was just so embarrassed. I was just so mortified. It was, now, it was, it was a mess. I don't know what I was reading. I said, I said, Lord, let me, let me, let me get someone's Bible. Let me just find something to say in this Bible. Jesus, he flipped it. He flipped to Genesis. In the beginning was whatever, whatever God created. I'm like, that ain't that ain't, that ain't been in your reading, sweetie. That wasn't in your readings. 
<laughs> we also used to uh, one of my in, in college. Uh, I guess we can. No, we we we'll, we'll wait till after the break to get to get into the topic. But we've been we've had so many just ridiculous moments together about different things that happened. And, I mean, because what we've been we've I've known you for how many years now? Fifteen? No, just the just 18. about um. I don't know, child. I was I was eighteen. Like, yeah, so 14, 15, yeah, I guess 15 years. Oh, my God. 15 years. Girl, RC, we're getting, I was, something happened today. Patty and I were doing something. Oh, no, some kid in the Delta Lounge today, you're talking about Usher, yay. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, my God. We heard him. He was like, I love oldies like that. And I was like. Not oldies. Oldies. Yikes. Usher, yeah, is an oldies song now. Like the song we were like jamming to in high school. And we whatever. are, we like, are definitely, we're definitely getting up there. Um, my alarm went off this morning. I got out the bed and I had so many nooks and crannies that cracked in my legs. I said, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I got, I gotta do better. I, I, I can't live like this. Okay, let's take a break and we'll talk more about Usher being an oldie. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting 
telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls has started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they serve millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Okay, we's black. Yeah, so, yeah, like, songs that we used to dance to in high school and shit, girl, that's soon going to be, like, oldies. Like, probably going to start playing on oldie stations. And that, to me, is the sign, like, oh, bitch, you're, you're, in, you're, you're, you're an old head now. You're getting up there. Let me ask you a question. What was one of your favorite songs, I would say, from maybe when we were in college that you think would be considered an oldie today? I think um, 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 Wayne uh, got somebody. She is a beauty. Very smart. That's an oldie now, for sure. It's definitely an oldie, for sure. It's definitely an oldie. What about you? Uh, All I know is that I was obsessed with Sierra. My goodies, not my goodies. I love, I love Sierra. I love Sierra. I don't think those are oldies yet. Like one, two step. Like those can't be oldies yet. Comment below. Do y'all think those are oldies? I don't think. I don't I think, think Sierra music is oldies yet. Early Sierra. Nah, it's not oldies yet. I thought like she yet. came out when I was in high school. Like maybe junior, senior year in high school. That's considered an yeah, oldie. But... Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my God, school. Okay, so like it. So RC and I, we met each other in college. Um, you RC is a year ahead of me, so she was a sophomore and I was a freshman. And um, RC, like a bunch of the kids in school, like y'all, y'all were y'all were from Jersey, so yeah. Also, y'all had like a year, so y'all were really tight knit. But I, I try to explain to people there were not a lot of black people at our school, right? So there were not a lot. It was it's considered a predominantly white school, and so anytime sure. you would see a new black face on campus. You kind, you guys just kind of gelled together. Like th- this is, this is, this is my family right here. So that's kind of what it was when you came on campus. Yeah, and okay, and this, I'm gonna ask you this, like, and be, be, be for real, be honest, like for real, for real, for real. Did you think I was gay when you when you first met me? Initially, no. Initially, <laughs> why? why? Initially, no. Um. I it, I just wasn't getting gay vibes at all. I just wasn't. But you but you know clearly my gaydar is at that time at that time was not where it is today. Um, so no, I didn't I didn't think that at all actually. Okay. But I remember so the I very first time giving. I found out. How did you find out? I don't remember. Did I tell well, you or actually, did you find well, out? We were at your apartment and we was laying in the bed because we were always spending. 
Cause, cause Kevin, Kevin always, he loved to spend time with me. Um, his favorite thing was laying in the bed with snacks. So we would no, come together. That was lay, you. We would, we would come together late after a long day of classes, lay in the bed with <laughs> snacks and just, you know, talk. So we were laying in the bed, um, one day and he just kind of shared that he was talking to somebody and he told me that it was a guy. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I went back and told DeWan because Kevin told my business to DeWan. <laughs> DeWan told my business to Kevin. So, um, and DeWan, of course, pretended like he didn't know. And then it just all came out. And it all came out. Work. Oh, my God. I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Also, it wasn't like, when I told you, you were like, you were like, you were like, Kevin, for real? And I was like, yeah, you were like, oh, my God, for real? I was like, <laughs> for real? <laughs> Oh my god! I was. Oh my god! I used to hate that apartment because you know, because one of my roommates was so hairy, and the bathroom would have so much hair. That but the only the clean part in that uh, in that whole apartment was your room. Was Everything room. else, I made sure I used the bathroom before I came over there. I would rather have <laughs> I would have rather pissed in the woods before closing <laughs> my bare was... butt in your bathroom. Because it was well, I did I have my own bath? I, th- I think I had my own bathroom. Did you? I can't I don't remember. remember because I don't remember showering because I know if I would have showered where they showered, I would have used shower shoes. I didn't have shower shoes. I think I had my own bathroom. I like lucked out because I had like the basement. You didn't have the basement. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was wild. Oh my Y'all, God. Y'all, another wild time that I remember in college that lives rent free in my mind. So what? I was I was done with the classes for the day, um, getting ready to wind down, and Kevin called my phone and told me how hungry he was. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I'm tired, I already shower, I already shower, like, I'm tired, blah, blah, blah. He like, just run with me, I'm going to drive. So we get in his (laughs) Nissan Maxima, it it was Hunter Green. my first car, it was was a green 1996 Nissan Maxima. Nissan Maxima, so he wanted to go to Wawa. It's cool, Wawa was maybe only like five minutes from campus, not far at all. Wawa was like, in like Jersey and and Pennsylvania, it's like, it's like their 7-Eleven. It's like a, it has like snacks, like deli stuff. Gas is like, yeah. Look at Kevin getting excited talking about it. Yes, it's a one stop <laughs> shop. Okay. And so we drive to Wawa. We're in there, and Kevin is like a kid in a candy store. I want the cookies, <laughs> the cake, the pie, the candy, the, 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 the ice cream bars, everything, you know, just a field. <laughs> so after we get all of the snacks, we get in the car excited. He's excited to get back to campus. <laughs> so he puts the key in the ignition, and nothing. Nothing. The car doesn't start. The car doesn't make a beep. So, girl. And then he asked the police officer if the police officer could take us home. The police officer, like, but no. So did we end up walking home? I don't remember what we had to do. We I don't remember what we did, but we were just stranded outside this fucking Wawa. What's next? And here's the thing, though. I look back. I'm like, because y'all, this is this is in the very affluent town of Princeton, New Jersey. It's a very rich town, and I'm like. Do you think if we were white kids that those officers would have, like, did more to help us? You know, question, that's a um, question. You know, Kevin, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, we're just two college kids. We're stranded. We didn't really have, I, I don't know why we didn't have our, maybe we didn't have, I don't remember. Maybe we, did, we maybe because I, I think our CEO was so excited to get, like, some snacks that we, like, we, she had made Keep us leave mind, our Kevin phone. called me to go to Wawa, so you know who, exci- who was excited. <laughs> and at that yeah, time, Uber I, did you, not you, exist, you, so you, it's not like... You, 
You you had just scurried out the bed. I saw you. Your, your, them damn feet were moving so fast. You were so excited to go to the fucking Wawa. So don't try it. Child, you was like Fred Flintstone. Them feet was hitting that gas <laughs> that like nobody business like trying to get the Wawa, sweetie. Okay? So that's what I recall. Okay? Then, I think I told a story before. So for some reason, I got really into boomerangs in college. I was like, really? Can we, this is very triggering for me. This is very triggering for me because I still have the mark somewhere on my head from this. This is very I got really into boomerangs. So I was like, I found this website called boomerangs.com. And like, they had like all these different boomerangs. And then I was like reading up on them from Australia and like, and like the indigenous folk, like how they got to be like so thick. I was like, ruins boomerangs. So I ordered these boomerangs. They arrived at the school. And our school, we had this big quad. Like it was a small campus, but we had like a big quad in the middle where the library was. Our dorm was on one side, other dorms there. And that's where everyone would kind of hang out in the spring. So, I'm just on the quad, like learning how to do boomerang, like throwing it back. It's like kind of coming back or not, whatever. Arcia, I think she was walking. She was either coming from lunch or going to lunch. I don't remember. You and tried then she was it? No. You, you, no, no, no. You tried it. <laughs> she, Arcia's yeah. passing by. And I was like, Arcia, look, look, let me show you what I, girl, I can do boomerangs now. So I throw the boomerang. It comes back and it hits Arcia right in the head and she goes straight down. Now I have the picture. I, we, you guys can insert the picture. Yeah, send me that picture too. Now, I don't know if y'all can tell, Arcia is a very animated person. Arcia is a very over the top. So I'm thinking she's just like being extra. I'm like, Arcia, stop playing. It did not hit you that hard. I go over and she is leaking blood, like blood, blood. is just pouring. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then so they take her to the uh, hospital. So they call the ambulance and I'm rushed to the hospital <laughs> in the ambulance. So my, and so I get to the I get to the hospital and the dean of students come to the hospital and, and I saved you behind. I saved you. Because the How dean you was behind. No, no, because the dean said, Arcia, are you sure this was an accident? Because we can press charges right now. And I said, I said no, it was an accident. But thinking back, I, I should have said, yeah, press the charges. Press them. Press them. So, and because of that, so, they banned boomerangs from campus. They actually put it in the policies book that you cannot have boomerangs on campus because of you. Yes, they put Y'all, they made an amendment to the bylaws of the college saying that boomerangs are now considered weapons on campus and they're no longer allowed because RCA. We act like he's from Australia and he took training and 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 boomerang. <laughs> that thing hit me in the head. And I had had to get stitches. Yes. And not only like that, one... let me let me let me let me just say this. When I went to Kevin's house, he has the boomerang <laughs> hanging on his wall as decoration. The same, boomerang that, boomerang. the same boomerang that was used in assaulting me is on I still have the boomerang, y'all, at my house because it was my first boomerang. I love boomerangs. Even yeah, when Bob went to Australia for the first time, he bought me some boomerangs. I still like boomerangs. I think they're very cool. Okay. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very traumatized from boomerangs to this day. Can you explain how a boomerang works? Like how does it come back? So the boomerang is, as y'all know, it's like it's like vish, either like a like a, a V or like an R. They have different shapes. They can either be very like this or more like that. And from what I've learned in my readings, um, the yeah. ones that are this way, they cut the air sharper, so they have like a they have a, a a more acute angle of return. Whereas the ones that are wider, they they can travel more, and they do they 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 kind of mimic the shape. Of that they are in their return, and, and it's not. Say it again, Jacob. 
up. And it's not like an exact science. Like, I don't know exactly how to do it. But, like, you, so you hold it. It's like this. <laughs> like, if it's like this, you're holding this side and you throw it this way. And it's supposed to come back. But, you know, it's also it's like a cheap boomerang from, like, boomerangs.com. It was probably just really cheaply made. So I don't think. Not, well, yeah, whatever boomerang they had had a sharp blade on it because it took my my forehead off. <laughs> that's why, so, to, in all honesty, in all honesty, that's why I only wear swoops to this day like this. Arcea, so bullshit. Y'all, y'all believe that shit if y'all want to. Arcea is so full of shit. <laughs> Full of it. Anyway, I want to talk about, so we're, we're talking about school education. So I went to school for music education. Um, Arcia, what did you do? So um, I got a bachelor's, a bachelor of arts in music. So I have a bachelor's in music, essentially. In music, yeah. And then so, because like, that's what, like, a lot of people out of school either, were either, um, were three, either performance, education, or or BA, um, in general music. And now then, my so bachelor's I did, in performance and vocal pedagogy. Better, better college. Okay. And then so so undergrad, I did, I went to do education because my family was like, listen, if you're going to do fucking go and do this music shit, you need to have an education to back it up so that you can do something in case the singing doesn't work out. So that's why I really did education. I started out first, my first like semester was performance and education. I was like, it was way too much. It was too much fucking work. So I dropped the performance and I judged the education because with the education degree, you were getting pretty much the same classes as right. the performance majors because my primary instrument was voice. So it's just like one or two that I wasn't going to get um, per semester, which was fine. Um, but so did you ever want to teach in undergrad or no? Absolutely not. I just knew I was going to be the next black Beyonce of opera. I did not want to. I, I did not want to teach at all. I did not want to go into education. That was not the um, trajectory for me. Yeah, and um, I wanted. I I I like to teach. I wanted to teach. I even taught. I taught for what a year after I graduated, um, on the Lower East Side. But and it was fulfilling. <clears throat> but I don't know. Like the bug to perform more was like stronger for me. So that's why I like left education after like a year and I, I did it. that work with like Portland, Portland opera. So then, so, so and then obviously the rest is history and then I started doing drag and here we are. But can you talk about like your journey with education and stuff? So bachelor's of arts. So I graduated in 2012 with my bachelor of arts in music. And then I went right back to school. I went to grad school and um, I got a master's. Why? In Why did you go right back? That's crazy. I went right back because I had no freaking clue what the hell I was going to do. I had no oh, job boy. lined up. And I just didn't want to go back home and not have anything lined up. So I knew that right. I could get back in school right away. So I went back to school to get my master's in voice performance and voice pedagogy, which is essentially the science of the voice. And then I graduated. And then Dr. Miller got my first big girl gig. I did Spoleto Festival. I was in Porgy and Bess. In Charleston, oh, South Carolina. Uh, can I yeah, just say, so I, like, I would love to do a Porgy and Bess. I, I don't know who's listening out there. I would love to do a Porgy and Bess. You should best. be Bess. No, I want to be. I want to be Porgy, but like making a drag. I don't know how that would work with the storyline. It wouldn't make any sense because they're lovers. But they are. I don't know. They are. I would love to do a Porgy. You, with. You anyway, and I sorry. actually did um, a duet together in Aria from Porgy and Bess. We did. We um, did. Best, Porgy is my woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you killed it. Thank you, thank you. You know, I, I mean, I, on, I, on campus, people used to like. I had, I had a very good reputation for my voice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because you know, I was a bass. I when I was the lowest bass in one of the audition choirs, so mm -hmm. um, that was like always like a good look. But anyway, sorry. So you did. So then you got your masters in in voice pedagogy and, and performance, and then. Mm -hmm. 
Then, like I said, Charleston, Porgy and Best. And after that, I was just like doing some gigs. I was in the um, Kathleen Battle Choir. You remember when I sang at the Met and all of that. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of like an ongoing gig for a little bit. Um, I did some stuff with Pierre Moss, which is a um, designer out of New York City. So I did a lot of New York Fashion Week singing with that. Um, I was also part of Trilogy Opera, which is an opera company in Newark. So they had many operas. Um, and then I, what I didn't want to do, I ended up doing. So I went into education because just the gigs were so inconsistent and I, I have bills to pay. So I went into education. I became a full-time music teacher in, I want to say 2018 or 17, mm-hmm. one of those. Um, and I was teaching for about four, four or five years. And then I went what, back. What age did you teach? Um, K through four, kindergarten through fourth grade. Um, full-time that's, that's, that's the age I taught in New York. And I have to say, I... I love that age range. I love that. I love K through five because in, in in music ed, when you have to do praxis or practicum, like when you teach and when you're a student teacher, the fucking middle school kids are so annoying. I did not enjoy to do, uh, teaching middle school kids. All right, let's let's take a break. We'll talk more about about teaching y'all badass kids. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. And then so I don't fucking like teaching middle school kids. And I never taught high schoolers, but it seemed like high schoolers. Well, I mean, sorry, in practicum. I did teach high school for like, in practicum, you do it for a month each. And K through five was my first, was my favorite. High school was like, if I had to, sure I can. And middle school, I was like, I never want to teach middle school because they were just fucking annoying. And I did not like middle school kids. So when I taught K through four, I was absolutely obsessed with kinder. Kinder could do no wrong in my eyes. Like, yeah. and if you have a bad day, just teach kindergarten, kindergarten. Cause it would be like, Miss Stokes, I love your shoes. And if one person says it, then everyone is looking for something to compliment. Oh my God, Miss Stokes, love I hair. love your shoes. I love your hair. And I'm like, yes, let me just bask in the compliments. <laughs> but so now I'm currently at, okay. So I stopped teaching and I went back to school. So I am finishing my doctorate now. Um, in education. And so now I'm teaching K through eight. And I think I like the older kids better at this point. Really? Yes, because it's less babying I have to do. And I'm very, just very direct with them. So it's just, I just feel like I can get straight to the point. I can teach in a way that they understand without having having to break it down in such a very elementary way of understanding. I know they're elementary, but it's just like, I, I love the older kids. Yeah, I guess it's because in middle school, like, I first of all, I know, I mean, I've told so many stories on this podcast, y'all. I know, I know I was like a fucking mess of a middle schooler. So I just feel like in middle school, they're trying to be cool and like, 
I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I didn't vibe with them, the little ones. And I feel like it's you're like, like literally, yeah. You're like teaching the them everything. The little ones also, like, they tell you everything. Like, oh, Savannah looked at me. Oh, Savannah touched the doorknob. <laughs> oh, Savannah farted. But I don't care. So after that, it becomes annoying. <laughs> but, okay. Do you remember in college, Dr. Dr. Kowarski? That was an unhinged man. Dr. Kowarski was unhinged. He would do some unhinged. crazy shit. Unhinged. Unhinged. You know, he actually is sending me like messages on LinkedIn now every now and again. Does he really? Yeah, about like different project he's projects he's um involved in and things like that. Dr. Kowarski, I remember Dr. Kowarski because he was he was openly gay. He was opening out. He was very eccentric. And you know, at that at that point, since I was still in the closet, anytime I would meet someone who was like who I who everyone who was like open and gay, I was always like just gagged. I'm like, wow, like one day, one day hopefully I can do that and like be open about my, my, my truth. I really did. And so that's why I really liked him, even though he was crazy. I mean, I used to I used to try to teach she oh my god, can I say this? I don't know if, I, if they'll try to like. You got your degree now. Go ahead. <laughs> I used to I used to try to cheat on his test so hard and only, <laughs> okay, I'm about to say, hold on. I was successful maybe twice because so what I would do is he would give us like these sheets to study for his test. I would make like a master sheet with all the information on it. And then I would get one of those like see-through folders. And then on the top part of the folder, yes, you would. I would, yes, you would. I would my cheat sheet. And I would pull it out so I could use something to rest on to do my test. And then I would like have to I would peek in there and try to like find answers and shit. Because y'all, I'm you sorry. always say, oh, oh, because I, I pay too much to fail. I pay too much money I to fail. I pay too much to fail. I, but we you can't, there's no way to cheat in music theory, though. That's how do you <laughs> cheat in music theory? It's kind of like math. Yeah, how do you cheat in math? How? I mean, how do you cheat in math? Okay, so like, if you if, if in music theory, if you have a score and you're like analyze measure two, what is the chord progression in measure two? How do you cheat? How do you cheat with it? Like, or it's like, sh- uh, which one is uh, which one is in Phrygian mode? Which one is in Lydian? Like, I wouldn't remember okay, exactly. Okay, so, okay. like stuff like that, I would cheat on. But the hardest one we probably took was fucking mis- music um, historiography. That shit. Yeah, which is why I failed it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hard. Like about fucking Hildegard of Bingen and fucking Byzantine. Like I was like, yo, music history was such a hard class. And what made me mad? Okay, can we talk about um black composers and musicians because there's plenty of them. But this, I you know, know. This, you know, it, you know, they would. We did have Jubilee where they did sing a Jubilee. lot of songs by African-American composers and writers. So, yeah. you know, that was good to have that on like they gotta, they, they gotta always make our shit sound like we fucking slaves fighting for freedom. Like, can, can, can y'all be in the, can y'all be in the Jubilee choir? It just seemed like we, like we, we, we just gotta wade in the fucking water. Wade in the water. <laughs> Soon the change gonna come. Okay, like, <laughs> Jesus, we get it. We get it. Can we stop talking about our black struggles with music? We, we've come a long way since then. A mighty long way. A mighty. Um, so, yeah, that was my... Also, voice science was a hard class, too, because, like, you're learning about, like, all, like, the, the parts of the thing and, like, the... I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I college. I guess that's what college is for, though, right? Like, if, if you're not learning in college, well, bitch, why, why the fuck are you there? Like, you got to be learning. Listen, I will sit through voice science all day before I have to sit through a math class because I fucking hate... Ooh, can I curse on you? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot what podcast more. I will sit through a voice science class all day before I sit through math. I, I hate math. 
I, I yeah. absolutely hate that. Have we ever been in a in a big fight before? Like one where we didn't talk? I don't think so. You and I never really get into really anything. We'll have our little snarky comments, but it's not. Mm-mm. Yeah, you never. And then over with Dewan. You 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 and Dewan have more. You and Dewan have more of that than me. We do because Dewan, I have to get him together. <laughs> Many times I have to reel him in. That's real man, like a little yeah, fish. Like with any of my like my besties, I, I I've never like fallen out with my bestie. Even Bob, we've had like maybe two big fights, and with you, <clears throat> not really. I think Dewan and I have had like maybe one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Like Jay, Jay and I had a big fight one time. We just, we stopped talking. Kamika and I've also I've known Kamika for twenty years now. And so we like both long ago we had like big fights, but not yeah. in the past like 10, 10 years, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well I don't feel I like mean, you're very but I don't feel like you're I don't feel like you really like conflict. Yeah, I don't. I don't I I mean I I'm good until I'm not good. Like it takes a lot to bring me to the to that point. Yeah. A whole lot. Um yeah. I mean you were mad at me a little bit in college because I mean I, I'm not gonna say any names. But Arcia was um, dating someone that was that we found out was gay, and I knew. Please tell the story. Please go ahead. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Tell the story, and then I'll tell my side. (laughs) Well, Arcia was involved with someone. So back in college, again, I was in the closet, right? But I was still on things like Craigslist and Adam for Adam. Adam for Adam was like a hookup app back then. What was you doing then, on Craigslist? So, selling cars? Selling parts? No, trying to find Dick on Craigslist. Yeah, so you were selling a part. <laughs> so, and so one time I went Adam for Adam and I see someone's like someone close to me, because it was kind of like grinder. It would show you how far people were, I think. And then I see this profile and I was like, wait, <laughs> the person's face wasn't in it, but I could tell by the room and the body. I was like, is that? And the sheets. And the sheets. I was like, that looks really familiar. So I didn't say anything. <clears throat> and then I go on again a few days later and I see it again. And I was like, yo, that's definitely who I think it is. But our this person were together for a long time. And I did not feel like it was my place to like out this person, even though I'm like, if this person's out here, do it like like I did I I I had I had a more dilemma because I was like, I wanna like let my best friend know. But I also don't want to out this person. So can I speak now? <coughs> Go so, ahead. so Kevin saw that the individual I was dating was on a gay site. Like we were dating, like in a relationship. And yeah. so what Kevin proceeded to do for a was a long time, a couple years. For a long time. We we actually went to the same high school. We were dating in high school and then went to college together. So what Kevin yeah. proceeded to do was tell Dewan. So Kevin and Dewan knew. <laughs> They were, they were in cahoots. They knew, and I was the only one in La La Land. So my thing is, as my best friend, if you see an individual that I'm dating on a gay site, it is your duty. It is your obligation to tell me because your loyalty lies with me. If I saw someone you were dating on a gay site, straight site, whatever, I'm going to tell you as your best friend, like, hey, hey, here's a heads up. I just feel like you played me. So you feel so you say not on like an outing thing, but like someone that I'm in, that I that that I'm monogamously dating is on a hookup site like that. 
I would tell you, yes, I would. You should know. Yeah, I get that. And but that was that, that was my dilemma because the person clearly was an out. So I'm like, I want to tell you on account of yo, you guys are like boyfriend and girlfriend, and you guys are like monogamous. Like, because the concept of open was not even a thing back then. Like that, that's not, a, not. that's not a thing. So I was like, Absolutely. I want to tell her on, on account of like your boyfriend that you are think or you're just only with him is clearly me hooking up with other people, but I had my internal struggle of I'm in the closet, and I know if I tell you that, that means I'm outing him. So it was kind of like both. It's not like you're <laughs> outing him, putting it on social media, telling the entire campus, but I'm actively in a relationship with him. I know. And so I know. At, and so at the very least, you could have gave me a heads up. Can y'all, can so y'all come up below? I'm going to say, can y'all, can y'all comment below what y'all would have done in that situation? I, I still think about it. I still think about, like, what... And even today, real tea talking to you, I don't know what the right answer is. I'm still like, I, I don't gonna know. I ask you that. So thinking back now, do you feel like you would have done anything differently? I don't... I still don't know. I still struggle with it. Wow. I really do. Yeah, I, I truly question our friendship <laughs> at this point. <laughs> no. I, I really do. I just feel that's bad. Like if, that's like if you and... Okay, continue. <laughs> what? What you, you can say, you can say. That's like if you and Andy are in a relationship and I see Andy on Grinder, and you guys are in a closed monogamous relationship, why wouldn't I tell you as my best friend? I know, I know, And if RCL. you found out, if you found out that I knew and didn't tell you, you would be furious. I would be very mad. Yes, you're correct. Absolutely. Okay, so then why wouldn't you give me that same courtesy? Because he is not gay. I mean, he would. It was like clearly he was if he was on Grinder. <laughs> but we're already a gay relationship. Is what I'm saying, Jacob. Do you understand what I'm saying, Jacob? What, Jacob, what, what would you do? Um, I I would just let it be, but I probably also wouldn't tell anybody else. Like, why did you exactly. tell the one? <laughs> because. We, because I had to tell somebody that I had to, because I was gagged. I was like, oh my God. And then later come to find out, honey, they was tiptoeing around the, around the, the other, other guy. Girl, it was a, it was such messy drama. I cannot. It was so messy. Wait, Arcia, how did you find out about this? Oh yeah, how, how did you, you find, find out? out in the end? Years later, Dewan told me. Oh, yeah. Years later, and I asked Dewan. I said, "Well, Dewan, why didn't you tell me then?" And he was like, "Because RC, I knew that if I would have told you, it wouldn't have changed anything. You would have still stayed with him, and I would have had to fight well, him in a dorm." Now, he was like, "I would have had to fight him in a dorm hallway just for telling you." Now, y'all, that is a very important distinction because Arcia would have would she would rather fight you and beat you up about and and she would have stayed in their relationship, ate everything I told her. So that but was Jacob, that, here, that here, but here's here's my thing. Is your job as my best friend to give me that information? And what I decide to do with that information is then now my business. You understand? So if I stay with him, left him, beat him up on camp, either way, you did your job and you told me, and that was on me. And you missed but that me one. But then me and him would, would have, would have, uh, not, would not be cool. And you, you cool with him. Y'all wasn't even cool anyway. We wasn't, but we were cordial. Like we were in the same. No, he would have to just been mad at himself for not telling me. That's all. That's yeah. how that go. Yeah. But you know, we passed that now. You know, I need to maybe talk to my therapist about it because it just brought up emotion. <laughs> I got a session on Monday. Oh my god, you've been in therapy for a while. I think I think I'm gonna get a therapist. 
I think you should. I think everyone should get a therapist. It's great to have someone to talk to. Most people don't seek out. Let me not say most people, but there are some people who do not seek out therapy until they're in a crisis. Um, and so right. I suggest I look at it as being preventative care, right? Like yeah. here, therapy provides you with the tools you need to kind of navigate through this crazy ass world. Um, and I think I'm a better person because of therapy. I'm not perfect, but I am. I'm better equipped to handle life, I feel. So you're about to be 34, 35 years old. I'm not about to be 35. I'm about to be 34. 34, sorry. 34 years old. And you're about to have, you're going to be a doctor at 34 years old. That's kind of wild. That is crazy. That is crazy. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That is crazy. And, um, you know, I'm getting ready to defend my dissertation and it's been so much work. And everyone keep, keeps asking me, like, what are you going to do after you get this doctorate? And I'm like, honey, I want to be in entertainment. I really just got it because it was a, a full ride. I don't know what I want to do with it. I don't even know if I'll ever use it. But I want, you know, one thing people can't take away from you is your education, right? You can be in an industry yeah. and somebody say, oh, you're too fat or you're not cute enough. But no one can ever take your education away from you. So once I yeah. graduate with my doctorate, I'm still going to try to, you know, act and do my thing. But you know, it was important for me to complete my education and I always want wanted to complete it with a doctorate. So I joined the 2% because only 2% of people in the world actually hold are holders of doctorate degrees. Look it up. Are you, is, that, is, that, is that, are you sure about that statistic? That have, sounds have, really, have, really cool. Have, have Jacob fact check. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Jacob, can you fact check that, please? Yeah, what, what am I looking What's for? the percentage of people who hold doctorate degrees? I'm going to say it's more like 8%. Okay. Unless it went up this yesterday, then it was 2%. <laughs> Wait, so what do you defend it? So that means it's a room of people and you just like talk about your, 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 your research. So the way it works is, so in order to graduate your doctorate, you have to a take all of your coursework, your classes. Um, mm-hmm. After your, after you complete your classes, you have to, write a dissertation. So essentially a dissertation is a body of work um, where you identify a problem or malpractice, and then you come up with research that supports that this is an actual problem. And then you do research to figure out how you can fix the problem. And so it's a five chapter document. um, And it's just a lot of work, a lot of research, a lot of interviews. It's just a lot. So I defend mine actually next week. Work. And my topic is the experience of black students at PWIs versus those at HBCUs and how to bridge the gap. Uh, predominantly white institutions and historically correct. black colleges. And correct, 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 correct. Jacob, I, 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 how much is it? Less than 2% of the world's population has a doctorate. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, only 1.2% oh. of the U.S. population has a PhD. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I get it. Congratulations, Stokes. I have a question for you. Are you coming to my graduation? It's next May. I mean, I hope so. I gave you the date, sweets. I know, but Arcia, like, let's say something. <clears throat> okay, so this is something Arcia and I had a little tiff over recently of her not feeling supported by by me, even though I try my best to support Arcia as best as I can from a distance because we don't live in the same or close to each other anymore. Absolutely. But we uh we we got that together. I gathered her like a ponytail. Honey, I gathered you like a ponytail. 
Okay. <laughs> do you? Yeah, but you're so good. To... If you have binoculars, you couldn't see me. Okay. <laughs> so we went to a PWI, a predominantly white institution. Do you? Is there any part of you that was like, man, I should have went to HBCU? Do you feel like that I... ever? wish that I have the HBCU experience. I, I really know. wish I had that experience. Just I know. to have four years of being around people who look like me, who understand my cultural customs, who understand identity. Yeah. You know, I wish I had that. I feel like my freshman year at Westmont at Ryder, I just was trying to find my stride, trying to find my way because, you know, to be frank, I didn't always feel like I fit in certain spaces and that's cool. I don't feel like people oh, yeah, understood sure. my 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 who I was, my cultural customs and just it was just hard for me. And then I think by the time sophomore year came, I was like, I don't give a damn. Y'all gonna get this blackness and it just is what it is. Yeah, it definitely was a lot of that there, Westminster. Again, great school, but there was there were there was a lot of obviously looking back with like a twenty three a twenty twenty three lens and like all the knowledge that I have now. There was so much microaggressive behavior that I, that I didn't realize was happening, and I was entertaining and not speaking up and saying shit because I didn't want to be that token black kid. But there was so much of that going on, and just didn't even realize. Oh, baby, was I was a token. Happening. If I didn't like something, I, I remember one time I had a, a conversation with the president of the campus, like because it was a comment made to another black student on campus, and I was like, "This is unacceptable." If I have to have. Um, what's his name? Not Johnny Cochran. What's the other one? Al Sharpton will be on this campus tomorrow <laughs> if y'all don't figure it out. <laughs> I'm not playing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but also, Arcia, we would be completely different people if we did not go to West Mental. Like, that's the part two. I'm like, but again, maybe I would have been a whole different person for a good set of reasons if I went to HBCU. Like, you never fucking know. Like, I wish there was a way to kind of, like, there was, like, there's, like, some type of app or some invention someone's going to make that you can see what your life would have been had you done X, Y, Z. Like, I'm so curious to see what my life would have been if I went to an HBCU. Like, how different would I have been? I already been? know how my life would have how, how my life would have been. Honey, if I would if I would have went to an HBCU, I probably would have been pregnant. And I'm going to tell you why, because there's some fine black-ass men at them HBCUs, honey. <laughs> and I probably would have been pregnant, or I think that would have been the only downshift of me going. But I think I would have had a much better college experience. When you think about homecoming, like, our school did a homecoming, but what was that? What that truly was, was that? So, yo, I'm sorry, y'all. The man... The caucasity at our school was just so, I mean, overtly, just Caucasianly, just bad. We're not trying no to offense, Yeah, no offense to y'all who are of the no Caucasian shit, variety. Because we love all our people. Our school was just, just white. I mean, like, I mean, like, green bean casserole with mayonnaise white. Just mm -hmm. like, I mean, potato salad with raisins and walnuts. Like okay, like pumpkin pie. School. Okay, pumpkin, pumpkin spice. White okay. School. But one thing I enjoyed, though, even though there was a small community of black people, I feel like we together enhanced our college, our collegiate experience. So we for made sure. our own fun. So I think that was really that was an anchor for me in undergrad. I agree. Do you know who I was obsessed with in college? He was, he was one of your friends. So Arcia used to, because Arcia, oh, Arcia is, is an AKA. Oh, I want to ask you about two things I want to talk to you about. Arcia is an AKA. Um, and first, um, so she, Black Sorority, okay, founded in 1908 at Howard University. Thank you. 
Well, you've heard, which we can, we can probably talk about. So, y'all, we're going to do part one on, on our podcast, and we're going to continue part two on our Seeth podcast, because I want to talk about, um, you heard about that story with that little girl wearing the AKA shirt? I did hear about that. Someone actually texted me about that, asking me what I would do and what I thought about it. Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll say that. We'll continue that conversation of yours. But I was going to say, okay. so our seats to hang out. So Westminster Choir College, <clears throat> we were at the music school of Ryder University. And that, that, their campus was like 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So our seats to hang out there a lot because she had a lot of friends there from high school and stuff like that. And she used to hang out with, there were a lot of cute boys at Ryder, a lot of cute black boys. <clears throat> and I used to be obsessed with that boy. His name was, I think his name was Reggie. It was a couple Reggie, so I'm just trying to remember which one. He was a, he was on the basketball team, or he was in some type of athletic. Oh yes, 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 Reggie. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I think he was so hot. Is he is is he gay now? I don't know. I don't know anything about that man's life right now. <laughs> I don't know nothing about his life. Okay. I I did hang out a lot on the main campus. Um, I had a lot of friends there, and so I was involved in that campus. But also, that campus had a lot more black people. So I yeah. felt more yeah. at home on that campus. So yeah, RC also put me in. Honest, RC did my makeup for the first time, and I have the picture of it. So like I tell I y'all, I my screensaver every time you call to keep you humble. Is it really my screensaver picture? I swear to you, it's your screensaver. You so damn rude. You, you let, let me show you what mine is. Is it mine of you? Is a picture of the Kool Aid Man busting through mine a wall? Of, mine, like you. mine of you is a picture of a ribeye. <laughs> Of hamburger. Oh, good, Betty. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? Let me. Okay. Ham hot Harry. <laughs> so, so we had the drag ball at our school. Or Harriet, whatever you want to do today. <laughs> we had the drag ball at our school. So I was, Talk about I was the like, drag you know ball. That's, how, that's when we first met Peppermint. Yeah, we that we met peppermint. They used to bring they brought peppermint in from New York City because our school was about like two hours away from the city, and they brought it into the drag ball where all the freshmen, a lot predominantly freshmen, and like some sophomores here, and they would get up and drag. And peppermint would host the show. We would she would perform for us. We would do runaways and shit like that. So I knew the drag ball was coming, but I was still straight. So I was trying to like act like. I was trying to act like, yeah, like what? And at that point, I was like, give it up. We know. It's okay. (laughs) Living your truth. And RC was like, you should get in drag. I was like, nah, I don't want to get in drag. Meanwhile, I I was like, bitch, I want to get in drag so bad. So I go to fucking Target. I get this fucking business lady outfit. I fucking get this wig from somewhere. This blonde, dingy, dusty (laughs) wig. And Arcia did my makeup. This is the picture of our seat of my makeup. It was so bad. Yeah, it was, it was terrible makeup. You really I did played, the best I could with what I with me. what I had. You played the fuck out of me with that makeup. It was disgusting. You, you let me tell you something. Kevin loved how he looked that day. Okay, he couldn't get out the mirror twirling around. You had them Payless shoes on them, <laughs> them <laughs> Payless <laughs> pumps, <laughs> them black ones. They were black. I'm like, sweetie, give it up. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so this is part one of this episode. Oh, Ursia, what is the name of your podcast? So we, we can find a second episode. So the name of my podcast is A Note from Stokes. My last name is Stokes, and you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere where um, podcasts are streamed, you can find me. A Note from Stokes. And Stokes is spelled S-T-O-K-E-S. A Note from Stokes. S-T-O-K-E-S. Yes, a note from Stokes to see part two of um, uh, a sibling rivalry, XRCia. Well, 
Monet XRC because we've Xbox. Is there any other uh, social media or anything else you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Yes, you, you also, also follow me. I'm on Instagram at Arcia Stokes. That's A R C I A Stokes, S T O K E S. Um, and come talk to me and let's have fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.